What's going on guys? Welcome back to the channel. Tavares here. A little bit of an interesting episode that I have for you guys um, because I know this is one that so many people are we're always on one side of the spectrum. Um, you know, hopefully we can find some balance in the comments. I would love to know you guys' opinion. But for those who are new, I want you to like, subscribe if you're on Apple. Please give five-star reviews. The reviews do help people, um, does help people decide whether they want to listen to a podcast or not. So every time you give a five-star review, it encourages another person to check out the podcast. Um, but for those who are always tuning in week after week, appreciate y'all. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode or you didn't see the huge announcement, um, I do want to let you guys know that we officially um, released our book for pre-order. So September 13th, the book will be in the mail in your hands. Godly Dating 101, where we'll be discovering the truth about relationships in a world that constantly lies. Um, So for all of you guys that support the channel, I want you to go check that out. And if you're thinking, oh, I'm not dating anymore, I'm engaged now, I'm married now, trust me. There's something for everyone, even if divorced. But if this is something that you're not sure if it's for you, I want you to buy it and gift it to someone else because it's definitely going to bless this next generation when it comes down to dating. So today I want to talk a little bit about having opposite sex friends. Um, People are always shying away from this and I feel as though we shy away from it because if you have a problem, people are going to look at you like, ah, you're insecure, you know, you're a bit this, you're that, you know. People never really say how they really feel out of fear of judgment or fear the internet is going to crucify them for it. I believe that in an effort for us to not feel clingy, we don't, you know, we don't want to seem like we're controlling or trying where we look manipulative. Well, oh, you can have your friends. You know what I mean? It may be eating you up inside, but, you know, you don't want to come across as though you're pushing them away or you're withholding them. You know, you're, you're stopping their friends because everybody's like, we were friends before we met, you know, and they make comments like that. And then there are some other times where you may feel as though you have a problem with it, but because you have too many friends of the opposite sex and in your mind is nothing going on. So... You're not sure if something's going on in theirs, but how dare you be becoming the hypocrite? You know what I mean? So I believe it definitely gets a little tricky. Um, me personally, I don't believe there should be. I believe there. I believe you can, but I think it comes with certain certain points that I want to mention in today's episode because there's some people that are saying I think it's perfectly fine, but that friend that they're claiming is perfectly fine with, they're flirting around with them, and then it's just like, well, do friends flirt? Well, are friends making sexual jokes or? Where do we draw the line? You know what I mean? So that's why it's a bit like a, it's a bit confusing, a bit problematic for me when you're saying, oh, yeah, I'm dating someone, but I, I spend more time with my friends who are of the opposite sex as well than them. You know what I mean? So I think it's a lot of factors um, that I want to take into consideration today. But number one, yeah, so let's just dive straight into it. Number one, if you're keeping them away from your partner, to me, that's automatic red flag, automatic. If I'm I have a friend, her name is. Susie, Jane Doe, whatever. And then we text all the time. We hang out. Safa has no idea what's going on. My wife has no idea. To me, I've already crossed the line. Now, definitely you can guys can comment and say if you think that's cheating or not. But I want you guys to understand if I've already tried to withhold this friendship from her, then I'm already in a dangerous game. My partner should have access, you know, to the people that are in my life. But if and obviously it's more intense because I'm married. But I know it's a little bit different for someone who's 
married. So obviously you guys may disagree with me somewhat on this, but I think this is how cheating creeps in subtly when I have a friend that my wife has no idea about. When she has a friend that I have no idea about. Now we don't, hey, I just met Adam on the road. Hey, now you're, you know, and then you just come tell me like, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But my point is, if you have some friend that you're hanging out with, you have some friend that you're that close to, and I have no idea. To me, then that, that that's, that's a little bit of a red flag. Um, I and it, to me, it it starts in a Garden of Eden, right? So there are some people who have the persuasion that when the devil tempted Eve, that Adam wasn't there. Well, the Bible mentions that after Eve ate the fruit, she gave it to her husband who was with her. So I believe Adam was there, but the problem is she's holding a conversation that's excluding Adam. So Adam doesn't have a, a say-so because they're holding a conversation. It's her and the serpent that's holding a conversation. And now after she's deceived, oh, God said we shouldn't eat it or touch it. And he gets her to, to fall in love with the fruit. Now she eats it because she's like, oh, this is great. So now she gives it to her man. To me, that's how um, this, that's how temptation operates because you're holding conversations that's excluding them. Now, I don't know every single conversation my wife has. She doesn't know every single conversation I have. But when it gets to a point that I'm close to and I'm trusting the voice of a person that my wife has no idea about, to me, that leaves great room for temptation. The Bible says in Genesis 3, 1, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, have God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So we see that he was targeting Eve. The devil wasn't trying to, to speak to both of them because the devil knows in order to introduce temptation into a relationship, temptation into a marriage, all he has to do is get one person to let their guard down. He doesn't need both to let their guard down. He just needs one person to get the to listening to the wrong voice. And we've seen it happen in Genesis and we see it happening in our relationships today. You know, so I believe that in order to protect, especially those of you listening that are married, we have to be willing to, to examine the spirits that we're listening to. Because some people that you consider your friend don't have good intentions. Some people that you consider your friend are trying to get at you. You know what I mean? So in my opinion, and you may call it corny, but this person should become our friend. And I'm not saying I know every single guy that Safa has ever met. But any guy who she can consider, oh, this is like my brother. Oh, hey, we're really close. Um, That's my close guy friend. And I don't know about him. Hey, now nah, that uh, to me, you could call me corny. You could call me insecure. That's problematic. But I don't want to have a, a close female friend where we can share everything, but I can't talk about my wife. Nah, that's alarming. To me, then that means sis has an ulterior motive. I need there to be a, a, not a matter of me hanging out with Susie or me hanging out with Jane Doe, whatever her name is. It should be you hanging out with my wife and I. Because if I get to the point where I get too comfortable, there may be a date where me and my wife are arguing and me and you aren't. And then I let my guard down that I can fall in temptation with you. You know, so there should be a connection that both Safa and I, both you and your girl, both you and your guy should have to that person. So it's not a matter of just their friend, but it's our friends. And I'm not saying that as though we need to all go to the movies together. Hey, I need you to text me. It. I don't need, I don't, I'm not trying to be friends with your people, but I need there to be a, a connection there, whereas it's not a sneaking behind the back. And that's what a lot of people get guilty of. They're sneaking behind each other's back. Uh, Proverbs 27, 12, it says a sensible person sees danger and takes cover. The inexperienced keep going and are punished. And to me, it takes wisdom to know when a relationship is going towards sin. It takes wisdom to know, oh, that's my friend, but man, they've been saying a lot of a lot of inappropriate jokes. They've been kind of flirting a lot lately. They, they kind of bash the person I'm dating. Man, they talk about my body and the compliments. Like, it takes wisdom to realize, oh, well, this is probably 
a person that that is my friend, but they also have other motives, and it takes wisdom to back away from it. But the person who does want to be wise, the person who wants to be foolish, and just say, "Oh, it's just my friend," and pretend that everybody has a good heart and no one wants to get at you. Maybe you don't think you're attractive, even if you're insecure and you have low self-esteem. Somebody finds you attractive. Nine times out of ten, there's somebody that finds you attractive. And if you keep going into that relationship, Bible says. The inexperience will keep going and be punished. It is going to lead to harm if you get if you get too um, at ease in that type of relationship. So sometimes this person, in my opinion, is kept as a secret because there's some type of hidden history there. Now you may say I'm reaching, but my wife knows about everybody I'm meeting now. So if she doesn't know about if there are some girls that I'm so close to, you know, I have to, I can't have to keep them. That's my sister. Was there some history there? Because if you guys used to date in the past. And now you're saying you have to keep them in your life now. And it's like, and you're not even talking about boundaries for them to be in your life. To me, it seems like you're trying to flirt with them still. To me, it seems like you've never fully healed or got over that relationship. So you're trying to you're trying to hold on to it as, slight, as much as you can. So I need to know, like, did you guys date in the past? Because in that case... To me, you shouldn't be aiming to maintain the friendship. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys are cool, there's people I've dated in the past saying, hey, we have nothing against one another. But it's not like I'm trying to hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you cross certain boundaries and then you try to tiptoe around them in the future, that's a slippery slope. So, you need to be clear. You may not have feelings for this person. 100%. You may not have any bit of feelings, but do they have feelings for you? That's what we have to take into consideration. Because sometimes... You'll hold a person, um, you, you won't expose the relationship you have with this friend to your partner or to your spouse because you have a feeling it's something inappropriate about it. Yes, we haven't gone that far. Yes, they, they, they never sent me a naked image, but you knew they were kind of flirty. You knew there was something about them that they didn't care to meet the person you're with. They just want to be with you. So I'm telling you, I think it's a lot of times we we're trying to be blind to it and pretend we don't know what's going on. And you guys can comment and let me know if I'm lying. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, let me know if I'm lying. But if you two are nothing more than friends to me, you should have nothing to hide. So it's a red flag when you're hiding this person because if you guys are truly friends, you don't have to worry about boundaries being crossed. You should be able to express boundaries. You should be able to bring up your partner. Your partner should be able to come around them without anybody you know, being on edge. But that's just how I view it, man. I feel as though some people, they want to they wanna play that game and pretend that they don't know what they're doing. But you guys know what you're guilty of sometimes. But I'm going to go ahead and give a quick shout out to today's sponsor of the podcast. Now work for my sponsor, BetterHelp. Now, a lot of us, we take care of everything that's important to us. We make sure we do all our maintenance around the home, physical health. A lot of us, we're hitting the gym. A lot of us, we're, we're trying to eat the right things. We're doing everything to support every other aspect other than our mental health. And I believe that our mental health is something that should never be neglected. So that's the reason why I'm suggesting BetterHelp Online Therapy. I believe that when you speak to someone, because sometimes your friends may not know the right words to give you. Family members may give you the wrong advice, to be honest. Um, but when you speak to a lot of trained professional therapists, they're able to help you see what it is that you're truly dealing with and help you face that. And I believe that's another avenue that you can bring things to God in prayer about, about things that you didn't even realize that you were struggling with. So I believe that is something that you will truly not regret if you take the time to speak with a, a trained professional. 
So BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And by you being one of our listeners, our listeners will get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash godly. As you see the link on the, on the on the screen and you'll see in the description box that's better com slash godly. Now back to the episode. So like I mentioned there, you guys need the like I mentioned previously in the episode, I don't believe it's a problem when you have a friend of the opposite sex. I believe it but at this point I want to make it clear. I think it's a problem when you consider them your best friend. To me, if you're dating someone to the problem with today's generation is we just start relationships because people are attractive. Um, oh, okay, he went to church. He's spiritual. I'm going to start dating him. Oh, she's fine. I like her. I'm going to start dating her. You have no connection to this person outside of their beauty, and you're hoping you have some type of chemistry. You're hoping you guys hit it off so it can go towards marriage, but there was no true friendship there. So when there's no true friendship now, at any point, I'm not really interested in this person. I could just leave because all it was to them was just looks. So now a lot of people, if you're dating someone they may find attractive, but they're, they have a best friend, someone else. To me, that's problematic. Uh, to, to personal. Personal to me. If, if, and it's, I, I'm saying I know a lot of these are going to be looked at differently because I'm married. Um, you know, but there was this one time where this girl, she considered me her best friend, right? Well, whatever. She called me bestie. You know, I didn't consider her my best friend, but we, we talked a lot, you know what I mean? Via Instagram, text, stuff like that. And my wife saw like, why does this girl keep calling you bestie? Like, nah, that's not, that's not working for me. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> some of you guys may look like Safa. No, girl, don't, girl, you reach it. You be, I don't think Safa's being insecure. Um, cause honestly, sometimes we don't see that the next person is flirting, but our partner might, you may think, man, He's just my guy friend. Is he's not interested? While your guy's looking at it like, girl, I started out as your friend. I'm not stupid. I know how we think. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes we're not even seeing this person is is flirting. You know? So because my wife mentioned, ah, I'm uncomfortable with that. I backed out of it. You know what I mean? And I think we need to be careful because sometimes we let our guard down. And obviously, the married people are listening to this are gonna be like, you know what? 100% right. But I need you guys who are just dating to understand just because you're not married yet doesn't mean you shouldn't have boundaries in your in your relationships. So because the person you're dating isn't your husband, you say, well, I don't have to submit to you. Well, you're right. Biblically speaking, you don't have to submit to him. But how can a man lead you and he believes you're listening to other male voices? You know what I mean? So it's like we have to be careful because I, f- I believe infidelity happens the moment you get comfortable. When you should be busy doing things for God, when you should be focused on a mission at hand, but you're too busy, comfortable like David was at home, looking out at other women, paying attention to other things that he had no business paying attention to. So a lot of times you have to be careful that we're not allowing best friends in your life because in my opinion, if someone else is your best friend other than the person you're dating, the person you're married, then that leaves room for temptation because you can't have both of them as your best friend. I can't have my wife as my best friend and some other girl down the road as my best friend. Now, some of y'all, every, y'all consider everybody best friend. I don't get it, but... Maybe, maybe because I'm not one to, to call everybody my best friend. But to me, it, it's, it's not true that you can just have multiple people that close to you that you share everything with. And if you do, then that shows a lack of boundaries in your life. Because there's some things, if you're not telling your partner these things and you're telling them, oh, that's a, that's a red flag. No random woman or girl, whatever, should come before my wife. 
No random guy should come before the guy you're dating. Like it, the guy you're dating doesn't know. There was I broke up with a girl one time, and I had no idea all the stuff she was she had that she was struggling with. At the time, I just thought she was crazy, and it was just like, all right, well, I can't deal with this nonsense. You know what I mean? I found out maybe a year or years after talking to this girl that it was so much issues going on with a family, whatever. But you never told me anything. So in my head. You're telling everyone else but me. It's like, I can't trust somebody who I don't even know what's going on in your life. So even though I would want to help, I can't even try to help. You know what I mean? So it's like we get so comfortable to the point that we'll confide in people other than the person that God blessed us with to be in that relationship with. So that's why it's like you have to be a little bit careful because this can easily turn into me confiding in another woman if Safa is making me mad. This can easily turn into me telling them about the problems in my relationship when we're not doing too well. Because if that... This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Other person is your best friend. You tell your best friend everything. So if you're telling your best friend everything, you're going to tell them when your marriage is not good. You're going to tell them when you guys were arguing. I mean, you have those people that pretend they care, but really they're they're just waiting on their opportunity. Some people claim, you know, they have friends, you know, and then you're complaining about your relationship. If they were truly your friend, they would... They would try to help you guys resolve and not listen to the junk you're feeding them about your relationship. You know, so I believe these opens the doors to, to you being number one, inconsiderate of the feelings of the person you're dating. And then it also makes you too vulnerable with someone you can fall into temptation with. You know, so the person you're friends with should never replace the intimacy in your relationship. This person shouldn't be replacing your spouse um, or your person you're dating because a lot of times we're dating someone. But they're not filling every void, so we place someone else to play to fill that emotional void, to fill that humor void, to fill that whatever it is, you know what I mean? And that can get dangerous real fast. You know, I once heard someone say this and I had to write it down so I didn't forget. That some people join bad relationships that they're willing to tolerate it because they're getting that connection from someone else. Just like I said, it's easy for me to say, well, I'm not really compatible with my wife, but because she's attractive, it's cool because I go to other women to make me laugh. I look at other women's bodies because that's what I'm attracted to. I go to other women because that's what I'm getting. I go to other men because he's funnier than the than the guy I'm with. He has more money than the guy I'm with. And then you, you find all these other people to fill a void. And I'm telling you, that gets problematic fast. If you guys have seen that, I definitely want you to comment and let me know. You've seen that type of stuff in relationships. You know, you're using them to fill a void. But what you have to understand is if you remove those friends from their, your friendship, from your from your lives, those my best friends, if you remove them, you wouldn't even want to date the person you're with because you'd feel as though they're not meeting any of your standards. So many people are settling for bad relationships because they're trying to fill the void with other people. So really, they're dating multiple people, but they only have one listed as their, their boyfriend, one listed as their girlfriend. And to me, that's always unhealthy. Number one, th- the, number th- the, the third thing I want to mention in regards to opposite sex friends is the fact that some people, and I'm not a psychologist, so I could be wrong, but I've heard this before. I've seen this before. Some people have an unhealthy emotional attachment to the person they're claiming not to worry about. You ever heard that person tell you? I dated a girl once and she was just like, I'm not interested in that guy. 
Um, she was like, we broke up, you know, we don't talk anymore, X, Y, Z. She called the guy all kind of names. And I was looking at it like, well, then. The next thing you know, when we stopped talking, she went back to the dude. You know what I mean? Some people literally have an unhealthy attachment. Some people are going to say, oh, yeah, it's the soul tie because they had sex. Some people are going to say it's the emotional soul tie because they share deep secrets. Whatever it is, you have to understand that some people in your life are not your friend, but they are opportunists. They're waiting on that moment where they get the opportunity, just like the devil with Eve. He was just trying to tell her how good that, that fruit was. Look, it's going to make you wise. God knows it's going to make you just like him. He wasn't rushing her to eat the fruit. He was just con- con- he was just consistently showing her that God was wrong, that God was withholding pleasure from her, that God didn't want her to be her best self, live her best life. You know what I mean? So I believe that there are plenty of people that keep you in their life waiting on their opportunity. They're dating someone. They're, they keep you in their life only because, well, if this breaks up, then I have you. Or they're waiting on you to break up so now they can shoot their shot. They're waiting. Girls, you know it's true. The moment you remove all them pictures from your timeline, then you see the DMs flooding. Hey, big head. Girl, what you doing? And you know, and it's just like you are waiting on the opportunity the whole time. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with that because you're single. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that. Not every guy following you is following you just to be your friend. Some of them are interested. And not every girl who, who talks to you all the time is just talking to you because she's your friend. Sometimes they're interested. I mean, I'm not saying you need to be skeptical or cynical um, of every person that's around you. But I need you to understand there are plenty of people that are opportunists. And that's the reason why you have to always pray for discernment. Because some people are going to wait till they're troubling your marriage and then they're going to flirt with you. I'm telling you, this is not something that stops only while you're dating. This is something that can happen in your marriage if you're not keeping boundaries. So I'm not against anybody having opposite sex friends, but we have to understand that they shouldn't be more than friends. This best friend foolishness that we got going on, you got to be careful, man. Some people got some wrong motives and your heart may be pure in this. Maybe you don't want to be anything with them. But that doesn't mean they don't view it that way. So it's best that it's not a friend that's off to the side, but it's a friend that's connected to the both of you, you know, because it's like, why do you need so many friends? You know what I mean? So if they're replacing the person I'm with, to me, it's a problem. You know, and I've heard some women say, and and I'm not talking about the men on this part, because I've literally heard this by maybe hundreds of women saying, I just prefer hanging out with guys because it's less drama. And I think we all can agree to an extent. It seems as though women have more drama in their relationships, but that doesn't make, that doesn't mean me or whatever guy you're dating or you're married to or something that doesn't make them insecure because they have a problem with that. You can't have a guy you're dating. And then he's like, okay, well, you know, I think we have a good thing going on. Then you have six other guys that you're confiding in. It's just like, to me, you're you're using him to meet one void, you know, because guys will spot the way another guy can think. You know what I mean? Girl, I was your friend at one point. So I know these dudes are can be problematic if you're not paying attention. So some of us, we've seen it or we've done it before. We know how our friends operate. We know how guys operate. So it's not a matter of the guy being insecure. So ladies, I, I just needed y'all to get that nugget, you know, so the same could be said for mature and godly people in your circle rather than, you know, just having people in your life just to fill a void. You need to have godly people around. And to me, this conversation isn't even always related to the church because to me, we should always be viewing people as the brother and sister in Christ rather than a potential spouse. Like, and the goal should be purity. So the goal shouldn't be every girl with a shape or every guy that looks handsome or whatever it is, is somebody I want to get in bed with. The goal, If the goal is purity, 
we should be having our, our hearts and our minds renewed. You know, so we shouldn't be thinking like that. So I think we're always going to have as believers opposite sex friends. But I think when we where we get in trouble is when we don't set up the, the right boundaries with these people. You know, so there are some genuine friends out there. They don't desire sex. They don't desire to be with you. They're just your friend. They, they view you as a brother. They view you as a sister. You know, it's not because you shut them down. They're just willing to be your friend in the meantime. You know, I, I think the, the key is you have to be willing to establish boundaries. And once you see I'm in a relationship and someone else doesn't respect my boundaries, that's when you cut the tie. You don't wait it out. Oh, let me give them another chance. Oh, okay, well, he started flirting, but may, maybe it was just an accident. Oh, well, she's not really. Okay, maybe she did that by mistake. All right. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I learned that one. You know what I mean? The Bible says in, in um, Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. We have to, as Christians, if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, you still need boundaries in your life. You know, So comment some boundaries below on some things you do in regards to um, friends of the opposite sex. Are you a person who says no to them altogether? Are you a person who says, I don't mind as long as they establish those boundaries, as long as I establish these boundaries? What are some things that you'd be comfortable sharing? And now be a judgment-free zone. I know me personally, I'm not a huge fan of people trying to be my wife's best friend. To, to me, that's nonsense. Like I have to watch a guy that's like that. And I'd hope she's watching any girl who's trying to be my best friend. To me, that's foolishness. you know. But I'll talk a little bit deeper with y'all in number one in the comments and two in the book on things like friends with benefits, things like having boundaries in relationships and opposite sex friends and all of that in our book, Golly Dating 101. Pre-order link is in the description box below. Love you guys and I'll be seeing you next week. Peace.